Hey, what's everybody? My name is Coach Joe, and this episode of the podcast is brought to you by tbhfitness.com. tbhfitness.com, of course, is my own personal blog slash website that I have started up to bring you, the athlete, the most open and honest health and fitness information to help you make the best decision for your own workout regimens. On this episode of the podcast, we're going to be talking about home gyms versus commercial gyms and why I think either or is the best bang for their bucks, respectively. And hopefully after this episode, you guys can kind of see um, what investment might be best for you during this whole COVID-19. If you have, you know, if you're a state that has gyms that are open, um, how you can take advantage of that. And then if you're someone where gyms may not be accessible for you, there's going to be some options there for you too. So without further ado, let's get into it. Okay, so the next important thing besides what your goals are when it comes to fitness is where are you going to work out? Now, this is something I think a lot of people overlook because I think people say, well, I can work out anywhere. And even though that's true, by saying that, you kind of fall into this trap of, well, if you can work out anywhere, then why aren't you working out? You know, it's kind of like that sort of double-edged sorted argument. So for me personally, I'm one of those people where my desk is my desk space. Uh, the TVs are in the living room, upstairs and or downstairs in other rooms. Those are the places where I watch TV. And then my bed is strictly my bed. There's no, I would like to say I try to get off the Netflix, but you know, sometimes there's a couple documentaries and a couple of stuff that looks just too good just to wait for the next day. But I try to keep it that way. I try to have spaces for everything so that way I'm kind of a little bit more structured in schedule and where I kind of spend my time. If I'm on my desk, that means there's work being done, whether it be this podcast or my blog or any other things that I'm kind of working on currently. And my home gym is actually about 20 feet away from me because I'm kind of in my basement right now. And my home gym for right now just looks like, well, first off, the flooring right is going to be four horse stall mats that I got from Tractor Supply Co. A couple weights that my dad actually used to own and I kind of, you know, kind of buffed them up, shined them up when I was cleaning out the garage, moved them down here. I recently just purchased a Rogue Assault bike, which is, or I guess it's called the Echo Bike, right? And that's probably one of my best investments I've made so far. Um, But not to say the other things I bought, you know, haven't gone to waste either. There's some other good stuff here. My girlfriend, also bought me a Rogue kettlebell, which has been so clutch because I actually made my own pair of kettlebells during the start of quarantine, which can be done, people. If you you know have the right mentality, it can be done. Um, you also need a lot of concrete, but that's besides the point. Um, before that, let me see what else do I have here. I had a sandbag. I have a sandbag from Rep, Rep Fitness, so shout out Rep Fitness, Colorado brand. So that was really cool. Didn't have to spend any money on the actual shipping. Just got to go pick it up and got to play with it right away and then what i got hanging up from one of the beams here is a trx which is i think one of the first things if i'm not mistaken i actually got prior to the whole covid thing so that way i can kind of do some more suspension training a little bit of calisthenic work um kind of a newbie at that so having that kind of tool in the tool belt is really awesome and besides from the stuff on the main floor i do have some accessory stuff i got a inertia band inertia wave band from an Instagram ad, but actually it's been really cool to get a little bit of a battle rope feel, but also in a portable sort of little package there. I do have some some bands and I do have like a hip circle from Mark Bell. Just a lot of little toys like that. Obviously you have some speed ropes, have some jump ropes 
for some extra cardio stuff. And it, it, it's good for what I need, right? It's good for the, for the goals I have in the meantime. Now, am I going to be powerlifting in this gym? Probably not. Am I going to be doing some Olympic lifting? Probably not. But can I get good conditioning in? Can I focus on mobility and stability? Can I get some overall general strength in and probably some good circuit work? Absolutely, most definitely. And I really love the pieces that I picked out because you can really do any kind of style of workout with them and they could almost all integrate well together so that way you're not just stuck doing, well, I can only do leg days and I can only do chest days. I like to have a seamless process when I work out. So having all of these tools available sure does help with that. That's why I invested in my home gym. I wanted something during COVID that I could just immediately go to. Um, I'm I'm sure you know other people are more disciplined than I am in that they can just get out of bed and start working out in their bedroom floor. Uh, I cannot do that. I'm someone who needs the actual gym there. So for me to you know invest that kind of money in the mats and the equipment and all that was a piece of cake for me because I saw the value in it and that's what kind of drew me to investing in a home gym in the first place. Now, Colorado, the state I live in, is a little bit different because we actually had our commercial gyms open up probably, I would say, maybe three months after the start of quarantine. I'm not too sure on it, but it was relatively that soon to where it wasn't that big of a shock when I got home other than the first couple months. So the first topic is going to be, why would you start a home gym or garage gym in the first place? So to describe a home gym, it's pretty much in the name, right? It's a place where you can exercise at home. And what's nice about a home gym is that it's about as original as you can make it. And you can make it as big as you want to make it. And I think home gyms can vary from a corner space in a studio apartment to a few weights in the shed or even as grand as an entire garage gym. And that's what's really cool about home gyms is that you can really make them yours like I said, mine is just a little corner in my basement. It takes up, uh, let me see here, I think six by 12 feet. So it's really not a whole large footprint other than that rogue echo bike I was talking about. And that's really good because I didn't want something that would take up the entire basement, just something that I can get in the work and then kind of get out with no, like a seamless process. But I do know there's some people that don't have as much space as that. They only have an apartment. And so what would be the best investment for that? You know, a couple kettlebells, maybe just the Peloton bike, something like that. Like, again, I say you kind of have to look at your own budget and see what you're willing to invest in. Because at the end of the day, guys, it is an investment. Uh, all the stuff that I listed off, they are, you know, 100 to a couple hundred dollars a piece. So I kind of, you know, acquired them from paycheck to paycheck. I was blessed to have a job when I got back home from college. You know, my dad owns a company, so I was, you know, I got to getting the ground running, start earning some money so that way I can afford this home gym. And what I like about my home my home gym personally is that I kind of had it with a portability factor in mind other than the bike, um, obviously. I like that everything that I picked, I could take anywhere with me so I could work out literally wherever if I just didn't want to stick around at home. So there's been plenty of times where me and my girlfriend have packed up the TRX and the sandbag and we've literally gone to the local high school football field and just worked out there and there's times where I've just worked out at the park with just a sandbag so it's really nice to have those kind of pieces of equipment and it kind of makes up for not having a barbell or having you know olympic plates or a squat rack um I do wish I did have a pull-up bar though that's the only thing I do wish I could have you know but in a basement and the walls are you know concrete around so unless I figure out how to do it I guess that's the only I guess flaw in the whole thing 
So what I love about home gyms, and I'm going to have like a list of what I love and what I don't really love. I'm not going to say hate, even though in the blog post I do say I hate. Uh, but understand, I don't really hate either idea because they're really good ideas either way. But I wanted to show you what's good about it and what's not good about either side. So why I love a home gym. Uh, literally, there's zero excuses to work out because it's right there, right? It's kind of hard to walk by the basement and think to myself, wow, I'm not going to work out today because two hours later, you're going to feel guilty and go downstairs just to work out. Uh, it's also convenient. And sometimes it's nice to be watching Netflix one moment and then you literally go downstairs and knock out a killer workout on the bike with nothing in between, literally no process like getting in the car, driving to the gym, signing in, warming up, all these things that may seem small in, you know, conversation. But for me, you have, you guys have no idea the amount of times where I've only had an hour until I had to be somewhere, but I really wanted to work out. And it was so easy just to go downstairs, hop on the echo bike, get in a good, you know, 20 seconds on 10 second off kind of workout. I was done in 10 minutes. And honestly, for me, that was enough. That was literally enough for me to go out with my day. Now, is it according to the program I have now? No, but again, I'm a guy that's, you know, something is better than nothing. So when it comes to that, your home gym is really going to help out with that kind of stuff. What I also like about it is that it's a hobby. The thing that I kind of, I don't know if it bothered me, but I always um, admired people that l had hobbies, you know, like people that collected trains or, you know, my brother-in-law, he's really big into Legos. And I love that people are into stuff like that. And for a long time, I just, I wouldn't say I was jealous, but I was always fascinated by hobbies because I never had one. You know, I was in college and I did track and field, you know, worked out, had a couple jobs, I think like about two or three. And so I was, I was in a weight room, right? And if I wasn't in a weight room, I was at home. There was no really in between. There was really nothing I could get myself into. So I think when I got home from college, this whole home gym thing has been my hobby, this whole acquiring different pieces and, you know, researching what's the best product I can get for my, like, you know, $100, whatever, $200. I didn't want to spend so much at one time without doing a lot of research on it. So for me to spend $100 a paycheck is not a big deal, but me spending like, say, $500, see, now that's a bigger deal. Um, so I kind of liked it that this gym kind of served as my hobby because it gave me something to research. It gave me something to sort of, I guess, chase after, you know, something I got to study more. You know, I've studied a lot about anatomy and physiology, but home gyms, it's like its own little course and it's awesome. It's, it's cool that I got to, you know, take some time out of my schedule to kind of really learn what people invest in and what's, you know, what's good for you. What's kind of a gimmick. What are some gimmicks that actually do a lot of good? It's a, it's a really cool topic to get into. And I'm really stoked that, you know, I'm going to be part of this whole, I guess, tribe of home gym owners. Let me see what else do we have here? Also, like I said, it's your own home gym. So you can sort of dress it up, dress it down however much you want to. You can hang banners, you can hang flags, you can have these posters of inspiration. You can really make it as, you know, cool or as not cool as you want to make it. You know, I've seen some people who literally just have the dumbbells in the corner. And I've seen people like myself who have, you know, who put a couple mats on the floor to protect their floors from the weights that they have. And I've seen people freaking clear out their garage and then have this full on 
almost CrossFit box kind of place. I think Josh Bridges on YouTube, he has probably one of the coolest garage gyms I've ever seen. And so it's really cool that people can kind of, you know, dress it up, dress it down however much they want. The next thing I like is that it's therapeutic. And, um, you know, sometimes you have those days where you just kind of want to walk, walk away from the world and do some burpees, right? No? Okay, just me. All right, cool. But you see what I mean? It's just something nice that, you know, if you have a bad day, if you have a long day, if you have a day where, you know, it's not bad, but it's also not good and you don't feel unproductive, but you also don't feel productive. It's a good place to just clear the mind and just go. I think I heard from a Rogan podcast a couple months ago. He was talking about something like, you know, if your if your mind hurts or if your mind's fatigued or if you're feeling cloudy upstairs, you know, tr- go for a workout, you know, do some hill sprints. I think, Rog- yeah, Rogan does hill sprints. Yeah. You know, do some, do anything, literally do anything. Just go move around, go for a run, and you would be surprised in how much better you feel after. Now, do I know the science behind this? No, not really. It's maybe something I can, you know, I would like to get into and look at further for you guys. But just to have that, like I said, peace of mind knowing that if I ever have a bad day, I can come down here and it's not going to be as bad. Sometimes I just get into a commercial gym and I just feel like I just don't want to be there. And it's not like I don't want to be there, like this place sucks. It's just like a whole like, hey, I'm very tired and I just cannot deal with people. And I think that that goes for just life in general. So it's cool to have that space in your basement or your garage or your house to kind of get away from the world for a little bit. The last thing I like about it is that it keeps me accountable, right? So it's it's kind of like it relates to this first point. Like no matter how tired I am, I have this place in-house that can get me better with whatever goals that I have. Um, whether that be an actual workout or maybe something just like a massage and self-care. That's all in-house and that's stuff that I can do at a moment's notice. And having that kind of you know, resource available is something that I love about owning a home gym and something that is totally worth the price of any of and all of this equipment that I've purchased. Now, obviously, there's not a whole lot of good um, to a home gym. I've tried to think of a couple of points that I don't really like or maybe it's those things that bug me personally. Um, but either way, these are not things that I hate about a home gym because, like I said, I love it so much. That's why I've been, I've been investing in it. But these are just some things that you guys should look out for when you want to invest in your home gym. Like I said, it, it is an investment, and that's either good or bad depending on how you see it. I suggest that you kind of work within your budget. You know, set some money aside each paycheck to kind of save up for what you want. There's a lot of equipment out there, and a lot of equipment can get very expensive especially with some people kind of price gouging some weights. I'm not seeing a whole lot of it now because we are having gyms and stuff opening up a lot more frequently. So prices are starting to go a lot lower on resale items, which has been good. It's made things for me a lot easier. Um, But like I said, yeah, like work within your budget, right? If you want a Peloton, then that's cool. You should get a Peloton. But if you're someone that says that they just want general fitness, Peloton's cool but it only has that one option of cycling. Can you do a lot of cycling in that Peloton? Absolutely. I, they have like dozens of classes and stuff you can take. I've never ridden one. I've never, you know, got a chance to play with one, but they're doing so They're being so successful because they're good at what they sell. So, you know, if that's your, if that's your cup of tea, then go ahead and invest in that. I'm someone who likes to move around a lot. I'm like someone who, wants to do various workouts, various styles of training. I want to be able to do squats, cleans, lunges, bench rows, you know, pushes and pulls, hip hinges, all those different like, you know, movements and all that and explore different movements, right? Because I also am a strength coach and a personal trainer. So, 
you know, developing different movements with these kind of different modalities is important to me. And it's something I'd rather invest in than just one piece of equipment. So for me, I'd rather spend 50 to 100 bucks, you know, every so often than just 800 bucks right away, except for the Echo Bike, obviously. Um, the other, <laughs> I also mentioned is under a pro, but it's also kind of a negative if you look at it, but it keeps you accountable. But it also makes you feel guilty, right? So the accountability part's awesome because then, like I said, no days off unless you need the rest day. Um, but it does make you feel guilty. And like I said, you know, it's in my basement and I walk by my basement every time I have to go into the kitchen. So it's really hard to walk by and not think about, wow, I could be working out right now. So it does kind of make me feel guilty at times, but that's where, you know, seasons of lifting kind of come in play and I can make the decision what's best for me right now. Hey, is rest important for me right now or is working out best for me right now? Nine times out of 10, working out is always the winner. But, um, you know, having that sort of, voice in your mind being able to combat that that's something you guys are gonna have to you know handle when you or if you decide to invest in a home gym the next thing that i think people don't really take a lot into account is the maintenance depending on how big your home gym is so sooner rather than later stuff is gonna have to get maintenance on right like uh, my mats right i have to clean those every other week to make sure nothing icky grows on them right um the weights that I'm using that were my dad's a little bit rusted. So you got to, you know, wipe those out make sure those are all good. Um, my echo bike, I did a lot of research on this thing guys, so I cannot say enough good things about it. I'll probably make another episode as a review on it because I just love it that freaking much. But, um, I specifically got that bike because of the lack of maintenance on it. If I got a regular assault bike, not only is it a regular assault bike, I think a couple hundred bucks higher, but it's also, I think chain fed versus belt fed or ran not fed ran because of that there's less maintenance on it if it was a chain then it's kind of like a bike where you know you have to like you know oil it up change the chains every now and then do a lot of more maintenance on that stuff which requires opening it up and i kind of panic when that stuff happens because i don't want to break this huge investment that i put in right so that's my little i guess what I don't like about home gyms, like I said, there's very few because I just think it's overall good investment, whether you just want to put a couple of dumbbells and a kettlebell in the corner and maybe you have a gym membership. It's just something good to have in stock in case you don't want to go outside because everyone has those days, right? Now, why get a gym membership? And obviously the biggest argument with this is, is that it's cost effective, right? It's just too good to pass up. And especially nowadays, guys, where there's so many good gyms out there that are so reasonably priced that you don't have to really look hard to find the best deal in town. Planet Fitness, you know, everyone gives them a lot of grief because of their, you know, rules that they have in there. But I think it's five bucks a month. You really can't beat that, guys. And honestly, if you're someone who just says that they want to work out for the first time ever or something like that, I'm sure they would give you a deal on a startup, like no startup fees. If there's a startup fee, I don't know if there's a startup fee for Planet Fitness. Um, 24 hour fitness, I used to work there, but I don't necessarily know what their month to month actually is. It kind of varies from, you know, city to city and state to state, I think. I'm not sure. Um, but I know what I pay for my gym membership. I go to Choose Fitness. That's like my main gym because it's only two minutes away from me. And that I think is only 15 to $20 a month for the, like, I guess, medium pass. Cause there's like a, right. There's a $10 one, a $20 one and like a $30 one, I think. 
And it's cool, right? Because before quarantine, right, I had access to a sauna and a pool and a hot tub. And the pool and hot tub were kind of open, but kind of closed. I don't know how that all is going down. Um, but it has that, you know, it has these sort of massage chairs you can get in. It has a spray tan section. I don't know what goes into that. I think it's a spray tan. It might be a natural tan. I don't know. That's something I really don't want to play with. Um, but it's there, you know, and, and besides that, you know, you have a lot of good equipment. They have a Leco bumpers, a Leco bars, some really good squat racks and platforms, a uh, huge enough setup to where, you know, if social distancing is your thing you're worried about. There's a lot of space there, at least the one that I go to. So it's cool. And like I said, for $20 a month, you really can't beat that. If you're someone that's trying to find the best, like, you know, cost per use kind of thing. If you go to the gym, let's say five times a month, that's about $4 per session, right? So when it comes to like going to the gym for just $4, only five times a month, that's a pretty spanking good deal. And if you don't go to the gym, which I don't know why you wouldn't, right? Because why are you listening to this podcast? If you don't go to the gym, um, it's only 20 bucks out of your pocket, guys. It's really not that huge of expense. There are other gyms out there. There are bigger boutiques out there where they're $100, $300 memberships. And maybe I'll talk about more of those in another episode to kind of see what makes those, you know, the best bang for their buck. But other than that, guys, it's really hard to beat that. You know, 20 bucks for all these sort of, you know, equipments and cardio machines and sometimes even free classes, guys, because, you know, gyms are starting to be a lot more less sales oriented and more about the consumer because they found that that actually works when it comes to growing memberships. Weird, right? People don't like to be sold stuff, a concept. Anyway, um... So without further ado, let me see like why I love having a gym membership. Like I said, one thing, it's worth it, right? An average of $20 a month for just weights, machines, cardio equipment, classes, pools, and amenities. It just sounds like a no-brainer to me, guys. If you're someone that even like wants to like invest in a home gym and have all these different features, an extra 20 bucks a month to have stuff that you may not have or stuff that you're looking into getting, really not the best or like really is the best sort of value you can get for yourself and for your overall goals, right? Like I don't have a pool and I don't plan on digging a hole in my backyard. So for just 20 bucks alone, just to go do water-based workouts and even use that hot tub, that's a really good deal for me. Next thing, like I said, is uh, the resources. So like I said before, there's just all these different, you know, equipment and stuff that you guys can use depending on the gyms that you go to. Um, it's difficult to have these kind of equipments to purchase these equipments for your own home gym. So to have them in a commercial gym and then pay only 20 bucks for them, uh, it's a pretty good deal. Um, I think at the 24 hour I used to work at, we used to have both the regular kettlebells and competition style kettlebells, which there is a difference. So that was kind of cool to have. I think when I first started training, I didn't understand why there was a difference, but I did. And once I started learning from them, I thought that was a cool little side feature that they had. And I mean, if you're just looking at it for what it is, it is just a kettlebell. But if you're someone that likes me that appreciates the details of stuff, it's really cool to have that option for people. So what I do hate about having a gym membership, and like I said, I use hate in quotes because really it's a no-brainer for me. Um, The availability can be somewhat of a concern for some people if you're one of those gyms where, if you have one of those gyms where people have to sort of get a membership, or not a membership, but sort of sign up for an hour session of lifting because of COVID protocol, that's something you have to keep into account. Um, if you have a regular nine to five job, you will be kind of busting elbows with, or I guess bumping elbows, that's the quote, um, bumping elbows with guys, you know, that are coming back home from work, or I guess coming from work, or either coming from home, dinner time ish kind of thing, or really early. 
Um, those are two sort of time frames where you're going to be around a lot of people. So if you don't mind that, then that's okay. But if you do mind that, that's where it can kind of get a little bit bumpy. Um, especially when it comes to days like squatting and benching, where whenever you want to do it, it seems like everyone else in the world does too. So that's something you guys kind of have to keep in mind when it comes to that. The next thing that comes with it was... Oh, another thing about availability, and this is kind of the final point of things I don't like, and it's availability when it comes to scheduling, right? So some gyms are open between 9 a.m. to roughly midnight, or 5 a.m., sorry, to roughly midnight, and that seems pretty reasonable because those are times where people actually work out, depending on if you're an early bird or if you're a night owl. Um, That actually makes sense, but there's some gyms where they close like at 7 or 8, and I don't understand why, but there are gyms like that out there. And so to kind of have that, fit in your schedule too it's something that just something to look at like i said um i kind of get my gym membership just so i can swim but there's some days where the pool is under maintenance or there's some days where there's too many people in the lanes and i can't swim because there's only certain amount of people allowed in the pool at one time um And then when I want to go swim after I work out or something like that, maybe it's a little bit later and the pool closes at 10 and it's like 9.30 or 9.45. So again, different things to keep into account, guys. Like I said, I am someone that kind of likes to get in and get out and have really no fuss about it. And most of the time I don't have any fuss about it, but there are those times. And so when you have those times, just be aware that that's kind of what goes into getting a actual gym membership. And now at the end of the day, really it's up to you. It's your decision, right? Have the conversation with yourself and say, which seems more your speed, right? The best part about this is that you really can have both. Like I have both, you know, and I hope that, you know, this piece can actually give you some, you know, more motivation to make a decision. I hope you guys liked this episode. Hope you guys got some good insight out of it. Hope it kind of helped you make your decision or at least internally or externally think, you know, why invest in a gym at all. So, Thank you guys for listening. Until then, uh, stay safe and haven't gotten a good closing yet. So we're just going to go with that. Catch you later.